You're listening to episode 32 of the Bookcast for Dwell, an Advent study in liturgy. This bookcast has been designed to give you another way to engage with the content of the book. Hi, my name is Rachel Fahrenbach. I'm the author of Dwell and your host for these episodes. Today, we're continuing in week five with day one as we dwell on scripture. I'm going to ask you to pause the bookcast and read Matthew chapter four, verse 12, all the way through chapter five, verse 16. And 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 5, and then 9 through 10. So go ahead and pause and then come back when you're ready. Okay, I'm going to ask you to reread the Matthew passage with the following in mind. As you read, consider how Jesus' actions in this passage mirrors Moses' story. He leaves the wilderness. There he was tempted by the devil and did not sin. He establishes authority through signs and wonders and leads a large group of people up a mountain to give them commands. Consider how the series of blessed are the statements feel covenant-like. They speak of a blessing that flows out of obediently aligning oneself with God's righteousness. It also hints at a promised land in phrases such as kingdom of heaven, inherit earth, and reward in heaven. Consider how Jesus references the prophets and how they were persecuted. The prophets were persecuted for living out their covenant relationship with God and reminding Israel to do the same. Consider the prophecy from Isaiah quoted in this passage and how it refers to Jesus as the light that dawns on a people living in darkness. This imagery is often repeated by Jesus and the New Testament authors and echoes back to the creation story. Darkness covered the face of the deep and God said, let there be light. As you read, note the reference to salt of the earth. Salt was used to preserve and keep in ancient times. It was used to make covenants between two parties and signified the intention for a long-lasting relationship. There are many layers to this statement, but for now, note the fact that salt was commanded to be included in grain offerings. Grain offerings were made with the finest elements and symbolized thanksgiving for God's provision and a dedication of a person's life and work to God. As you read, consider the echoes of Jesus' statement regarding his followers light of the world, a city on a hill, and a lamp. Throughout scripture, we read how when we follow the light, we too become a light to a dark world through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 5.8. We are a tabernacle slash temple that points the world to Jesus, as did the city of Jerusalem with the temple elevated in its center and the lampstand within the tabernacle casting light on the Holy of Holies. All right, now go ahead and reread the passages in Matthew and then come back here as we talk about 1 Peter. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to reread 1 Peter 2, 4 through 5 and verses 9 and 10. And I'm going to ask you to do so with two things in mind. First, I want you to consider this passage in relation to the passage in Matthew we just read. How does it parallel Jesus's Sermon on the Mount? And then I also want you, as you read, to note the fact that Peter is talking to believing Jews who are dispersed throughout the Roman Empire. He is reminding them of their history as Israelites while impressing on them their new identity and purpose as Christ followers. Now go ahead and reread 1 Peter 2, 4 through 5 and 9 through 10. Thank you for dwelling with me today on scripture. Join me tomorrow as we continue to dwell with God this Advent season. <laughs>